0: Welcome to So Here's the Thing, the podcast for small business owners, entrepreneurs, and creative educators who are ready to take their business to the next level. Through candid conversations, tactical approaches, and a few unpopular opinions, we're lifting the veil on what it takes to build both a life and a business that you love. I'm your host, Leila Amati a coach for creatives and founder of the Creative Educator Academy, where I help entrepreneurs step into the role of industry leaders and educators. I'm so glad that you're here. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey, friend, welcome to So Here's the Thing. I am so excited that you're here and I am thrilled to be back. I took a brief hiatus. If you are a dedicated listener, you may have noticed my absence. Um, I took some time off this summer from the podcast and I love this show so much. So it was hard to stay away, but I'm glad that I did. And I'm going to dive into why during this week's episode, talking all about burnout and what to do when you're feeling burnt out or when you're feeling like you're about to burn out in your business and maybe in your life or wherever you are, and I'm excited to talk to you about that. Before we dive into this week's episode, I did want to let you know that I have a Big announcement for creative educators. I am hosting my very first conference alongside my amazing team for creative educators called the Creative Educator Conference. Who would have guessed? I am thrilled about this event. It's going to be incredible. It is the first of its kind. And it is so different than any other conference that I have attended or spoken at in terms of the way that we're presenting education for educators. So it's going to be very much workshop style, um, an intimate conference setting, and there's going to be a high attendee to speaker ratio, which I think is so important. Obviously, now I'm kind of sounding like the old classroom teacher that I used to be, but that's kind of where I developed this conference, and I'm just really thrilled to see it take shape. So I hope that you can join us. You can find more information at creativeeducatorconference.com to join the waitlist. Actually, by the time this episode airs, doors will probably be open. So make sure you snag a seat before they're gone. We are capping it at 50 attendees to keep it small and intimate and to make sure that everybody has time to get their questions answered and to get a lot of hands on great workshopping in. So hopefully you can join us this coming January in Dallas, Texas. All right, let's go ahead and dive into the episode. We are talking all about burnout in your business. And if you're listening to this right now, you may be thinking to yourself, I am feeling so burnt out. I want you to know, first of all, that you are not alone. It is extremely normal to have these feelings When you are a small business owner, when you're a creative entrepreneur, when your life and your business coincide so deeply and sometimes we lack boundaries or even if we don't lack boundaries, sometimes we've been doing something for so long and it's just on repeat and we just let things add up and we let things weigh really heavily on us and we also let the weight of the importance of what we're doing for our lives and for our families really kind of accumulate to a point of... Becoming a stressor. And so I want you, I want you to know that you're not alone. And I want you to know that I'm creating this episode to help you kind of move forward, move past this, so that you are not at the point of no return. So that you're not going to say, you know, I give up altogether. And if you're feeling like I give up altogether, that's okay. Keep listening. Hopefully you'll be able to find some freedom in knowing that. I have been where you are and I am actually currently, spoiler alert, I'll share a little bit about this later, but I am actually at a point of feeling like if I push a little too hard at this point, I'm going to burn out and I don't know if I can come back from it. That sounds so dramatic, but you know, if you're feeling that way, it feels dramatic. So let's dive into some things that we can do to one, recognize where we're at and to kind of treat that like kind of. Find a way to a either like move around it or move through it, uh, recognize the things that we're dealing with so that it doesn't happen again or so that we can prevent it from getting to this point in the future. Now, to give you a little background about why I'm so passionate about this topic, if you've ever come to see me speak at a conference or if we've ever connected at an event for business owners, the chances are I've been speaking about burnout or leading a workshop about burnout. I actually have left two careers leading up to this one uh, because I was unable to kind of sustain the rate that I was going and I burnt out of them. Now, that's not going to be the case with this business that I have now and that I've had for almost a decade at this point. It's it's just not going to happen because I know better and I know how to address it. And you can too. So we're going to talk about how to identify a few key indicators of burnout. Obviously, you know how you feel. So if you know like, oh my gosh, I'm just over it. Like I don't feel good about the way things are going in my business. You know how you feel. But if you're kind of listening to this and you're like, oh, I'm not sure if it's just that I'm tired. It's not sure. I'm not sure if um, it's just that I'm feeling drained. I'm not sure if it's just coming out of a pandemic and feeling overwhelmed. Like there are. A lot, there's a lot of validity to those questions. Uh, but here's a few indicators that will help you kind of understand, is this burnout or is it just like regular exhaustion? So first is resentment of inquiries. I always start with this one because as small business owners, we are so personally tied emotionally to our work. And so I know when I would get an inquiry, when I'm in a a place of like mental health and when I'm in a place of not feeling exhausted or burnt out, I get so excited about every single inquiry because I'm like, this is another person that trusts me with their business. This is another person that I'm able to help. This is a person that wants to work with me. Like how exciting. But if you're feeling resentment every time you get an inquiry in your inbox You feel resentful that maybe they're going to take up more of your time. You feel like this just isn't worth what I'm charging anymore, which that could be a question on its own. But if you're feeling all of these resentful feelings, that's a really big indicator that you're burnt out, that you are not in a place to trade your time for somebody's work. And that's a really big indicator. Second, maybe each inquiry comes in and you open your calendar and you realize my calendar is way too full to take on projects that I'm actually excited about. Like maybe I'm excited about this potential inquiry, but I can't even find a place to fit it in and actually still have any time for myself. And so you start to schedule things into the time that you had set aside for yourself and you again, get really exhausted and you get really resentful. The third indicator is kind of those extrinsic cues, like the cues from your friends and family, from your spouse, from your partner, from um, your friends, from your mom, whoever telling you to slow down. They're always saying, you know, like, oh, we want to do this with you. You've been invited to X, Y, and Z, but you can never attend. Or I call you and you don't pick up and you don't answer and you don't call me back. You know, those are, those are all cues. That's like, Oh, you always say you're so busy. So I just stopped inviting you to this and that. Like those are all cues that you are taking a calendar that's too full and you're never available. So if you're unable to kind of recognize on your own, like here are some indicators for myself. Maybe you're, maybe you're more of a outward person. Like you need somebody else to tell you you're way too busy. So take note of when those people kind of give you that feedback. All right, once you have identified, okay, yes, I am either in a season of deep burnout or I'm like right on the precipice, like I'm right about to hit that that season of burnout, like what do I do now? Before I dive into this part, I just want to say there are a lot of tangible things that you could do in terms of scheduling, making sure that you set really strong boundaries, making sure that you outsource things where you can. And all of those things are amazing. In fact, I have a resource in my shop that lists through like everything you can do to set your schedule for success, and you're welcome to go check that out. But for this episode, I'm going to talk about things that I think people don't really talk about that often. So let's, let's dive into the first one. And that is the sounds counterintuitive, but taking on something that can help you kind of keep the passion in something that was formerly really exciting to you. So I call it personal work or new projects. And I'll give you the perfect example. The conference that I have just released came to me as a personal work project. It's something that I've wanted to do for years since I started the Creative Educator Academy, but it's something that I pushed off, well, A, because nobody was meeting in person for a while, and B, because I just didn't have time for a new project. I didn't have time to juggle my current work with a new idea, with my service-based businesses, with my courses, with everything I had going on. And I found myself in a season of burnout. And I guess I can share a little bit about that with you guys now because I said that I would. Um, I mentioned earlier in the episode that the reason I took a hiatus from this podcast that I love so very much is because I was starting to feel burnt out. And I realized like some things have got to go, some things I've got to hit pause on. And I've got to be able to allow myself the time to lean into something that's going to make me excited about my work again. And so for me, I took a look at what is it that I do every single day and what can I hit pause on? And that was the podcast. That was deciding not to do a second round of my mastermind during this year. It would have been, I think, my fifth round altogether, and I didn't have a break between four groups of group coaching in a row with no break in between. That could be really draining. Um, I loved every minute of it, but I don't think I realized the amount of time and uh, mental energy I was putting into it. So I had to hit pause. Same thing with taking on new clients for one-on-one or for brand sessions for photography. I kind of hit pause on everything and I said, okay, I'm going to give myself X amount of time to work on a personal project. And that for me was this conference. It is a labor of love. It's something exciting. It's something new. It's something fresh. And it's something I've wanted to do for so long. And now that I've launched it, I'm so excited to see that like It has done its job. I'm back podcasting. I'm back working with my one on one clients. And I'm very excited to do all of these things. I have zero resentment of the time that they're taking. And I feel refreshed and I feel excited and passionate again. So that's an example of something that you can do in your business. Like, let's say you're a designer or an artist or a photographer. What personal work can you incorporate into your schedule? And yes, sometimes that means having to step back from paying clients and giving yourself a little bit of time on your calendar, but how can you reignite that passion for the creative business that you started? You probably started it because you loved it, right? So what did you love about it and how can you feed that back into your work? The second thing that you can do is set really strong boundaries. Obviously this is so important. I mean, I would say it was probably important in the first place and maybe we've lost sight of it. Maybe you had great boundaries, but you started to lose them. Um, Maybe you had a great morning routine or an evening routine or whatever you had that kept you going. And maybe you started to lose it as you got overbooked and overwhelmed and too busy to actually see it through. So take a look at like What does your day look like and where did you start to lose control and how can you regain that control through really intentional boundary setting? How are you starting each day and ending each day? How are you setting your daily, weekly, monthly schedule? How far in advance are you planning? I know it seems overwhelming, but just take it one step at a time. Even something as small as your just daily routine and rhythm, like where are things getting lost? Why are you free, why are you starting to feel that heavy weight? And how can you approach kind of switching things up little by little in order to get back to a place of healthy boundary setting? When we talked about kind of my journey and what I decided to do with hitting pause on some things, I'd also like to encourage you to see like, is there anything that you can actually let go of in your business? Is there something that maybe served you really well in the beginning parts of your business or even the middle parts or wherever you are right now and no longer does? For me, that was, I'm thinking back to the last season of burnout I had, which was three years ago. I remember very clearly three years ago, I was just burning the candle at both ends again. And I realized like, okay, this is not sustainable. This is not scalable. This is not something that's healthy for me, my family, or my business. What can I let go of? And I let go completely of Wedding photography and almost completely of any other type of photography aside from brand photography portraits for people that I actually could pick and choose who I worked with, when I worked with, and had complete control over my schedule and over the clients that I took. So, what does that look like for you? Can you let something go? I mean, I hate to say forever because I don't think that anything is forever in our businesses, but for now, is there anything you can just completely release, let go of and feel that weight release off of you? So kind of think about that. Like, is there something that I can replace with something else or is there something that's just taking up time that doesn't need to be taking up time? I'm going to share one last piece of advice here before I actually go into like a rapid fire list of things that you can do today to start kind of coming up against any kind of weighted feeling that you have is show up for yourself however, wherever, and whenever you can. And what I mean by that is so often we start to burn out because everything for everyone else takes precedence. And so what that means is if our clients and friends and family are first on our list and we're just so busy focusing on them, how are you showing up for yourself? Examples of ways that you can show it for yourself easily. Is there like a networking group that you can go to attend with people who are your peers who understand what you're going through? Is there a workshop, retreat, conference, something where you can sit face to face with someone who understands your journey and really can kind of commiserate or celebrate or whatever alongside you well, because they actually understand your work. Honestly, I remember when I started the Next Level Retreat, it was for this purpose. It was because I was feeling exhausted and I was like, I need people around me who understand what I'm going through. My husband can try so hard to sympathize as much as he can with my journey. But at the end of the day, his work looks so different than my work and he's not going to really ever be able to know 100% what I'm experiencing the way that my business best friend can, or the way that the people that I meet at events that are for my niche, for my work will understand. And so that is so important to be able to have people to walk through this journey with. And that's how you find them by showing up for yourself and by actually taking the time to create these relationships and this community, because those are the people that you're going to be able to lean on and, you know, say, for example, one of my pieces of advice was see what you can let go of. Well, I didn't come up with what I could let go of on my own. I leaned on my business bestie and I said, Hey, what am I missing here? Like, what do you see? And of course, like I'm going to make the end decision. I'm going to make the final call, but that input is golden because it's not something that like your friend, your, your like random friend, your family member, Can tell you because they don't know the ins and outs of what we do all day. So um, I would encourage you to show up for yourself. Okay, let's do some quick rapid fire things that you can put into your day right now that can help you kind of, I guess, alleviate some of these feelings if you're like, okay, these are all great pieces of advice, but they're going to take a little bit of time. What can I do today? One, add in some activity for yourself, some physical activity for yourself throughout your workday. We are sitting at computers all day long. Um, If you can get up, go for a walk. If the weather allows, if it doesn't go to the gym, do a workout on YouTube, whatever it is, get some physical activity in Two, take breaks for lunch, take an actual lunch break take an actual, if you are going to go fill up your cup of coffee, take five to 10 minutes away from your computer. um, That's something so small that can help you. Three, obviously, if you are... Depending on what kind of business you run, this is more doable for some than others, but unplug if you can. So much of burnout, and I didn't even really get a chance to touch on this during this episode because it's such a hefty topic, but so much comes from scrolling and content consumption on social media. Um, It leads to comparison. It leads to overwhelm. It leads to the thought process of like, oh my goodness, that's 50 more things I have to do today. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do on social media, you guys take a few days, unplug, stop consuming so much content and just hit pause. And then that way, when you're ready to create content, you can come back and do it. So unplug as much as you can. The last thing that I'll say is, I think I mentioned this already earlier in the episode, morning routine, end of day routine, try to start putting that in. Again, it can be as easy as like a five minute routine. That's it. Like Whatever you do, just add it in so that you have a ritual of I am starting my day, I am ending my day, and once my day is ended with work, it's over. I'm not going to sit on my laptop, on my couch, in my bed, at night working because I'm already burning out and this is not a time where that's acceptable. I'm not the person that's going to tell you you can never work late at night. I work late at night all the time when I feel moved to do so. But when I'm feeling burnt out, that is the last thing that I should be doing. And it's the last thing you should be doing too. So I hope that these quick tips helped. I hope that the larger picture tips helped as well. If you guys have any thoughts, if you want to talk about it, you are welcome to reach out to me anytime. I love hearing from y'all. So um, make sure you reach out over on Instagram or shoot us an email But I'm thrilled to be back. I'm happy to be on the other side of burnout. I'm definitely not 100% perfect and back to the way that I was, but I'm getting there. And that is through those things like the little tips I just mentioned, those flash tips. I got a walking under the desk treadmill to keep me moving. And I really went back to my morning routine and my end of day routine. And of course, that personal work of creating my conference has been just so life-giving. So I hope that you can find something that does the same for you. All right, you guys, I am cheering you on and I am excited to say I will see you on the next episode. For show notes and resources mentioned on today's episode, head to SoHere'sTheThingPodcast.com. This show is brought to you by the Creative Educator Academy, where we teach creative entrepreneurs how to teach because I believe that industries thrive when experts can share their knowledge well. If you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love to read your review on iTunes or see your rating on Spotify. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.